Chantel, and I am your host of Speak Your Way. It is Saturday, July 10th, and it's my 10th episode with all of you. I am so proud of this podcast. What started out as a little idea turned into a dream, and now my reality with all of you every week. My goal will always remain the same. Continue to share our stories with mental health and or addiction and topics related as well as advertising for free for any events raising funds for mental health and or addiction in and around Windsor Windsor and Essex County. My biggest goal of all is to erase the stigma that is attached to mental health and or addiction. I was saying the other day to someone, I want to be a part of the solution and never the problem in our city. I want to learn as much as I possibly can and then continue to learn more after that. Education is the most important piece, I think, anyway, when it comes to erasing the stigma and always being aware of the many choices we always have as well. So let's get started with our 10th episode. How are you, how are you all feeling out of 10 today? Remember, your number is so unique to you, and we never have to be perfect. So if you are feeling a 2, It's okay because you are never alone and maybe tomorrow you will feel like a five and then go up from there. Myself, I'm actually feeling about a nine or a ten. Maybe it's the excitement of of the tenth episode or because I actually got caught up on my sleep last night and I'm finally feeling rested. Anyways, just remember there are no perfect numbers and no perfect days. And if you were able to climb out of that bed this morning, high five to you. It's the baby steps sometimes to where we have to be or where we need to be. Every day is different, just like you and I. This podcast is always a place to speak freely and share your stories with mental health and or addiction, as well as it being safe. We must treat every person, story, and podcast with the utmost respect. If you feel that after today that you would like to share your story with the Speak Your Way audience and myself regarding mental health and or addiction, please feel free to email myself at the speak at speakyourwaypodcast at gmail.com, all in lowercase letters. You can also request to be interviewed if you are living in the Windsor and Essex County area. If you have any events going on that are raising funds for mental health and or addiction, You can also send me the details and I would be happy to advertise those events. Um, So you can just email me again at speakyourwaypodcast at gmail.com, all in lowercase letters. Stigma. I am sure you all know what that word means. And even though we know what that word means, it's still out there and it's everywhere with so many things in our society and around our communities. It's in our homes as we grow up, 
It's in our schools and in our workplaces and on the streets where we walk and socialize. It's everywhere. It is a mark of disgrace that can be associated with a person or a particular circumstance or quality or situation or even events or programs being offered. Now, we are always allowed to have our opinions, and I would never take that away. So please don't assume that because of how I think or what I speak of in this podcast or any other of my podcasts, that my thoughts and beliefs or opinions even have to matter to you or that I know more than any of you. I mean, I'm just a student, as I mentioned before, and I'm learning new stuff every day. And I'm just a lady who seeks knowledge, and I value choice and kindness as well as respect. So keep that in mind as I continue. So keeping opinions being allowed and stigma being a disgrace, isn't that a form of hate or at least a very strong dislike or opinion of something or even depending on the subject? It can mean shame and just an overall feeling of, yeah. We are going to just not talk about it because I fear if I do, maybe our friendship will end or you will lose respect for me and maybe I will even lose my job in some circumstances. So when I attach the word stigma to mental health, how does that make you feel? Think about it. From my experience, I still hear amongst my peers and others say, I just can't talk about it. I don't feel comfortable, and yet I want to, but I fear that my group of friends will no longer be around or that my girlfriend will just not understand or even my boyfriend or partner or spouse, and the list goes on. I feel so deeply affected by these last statements. I really do. It's 2021, and what am I hearing still? It's that we still feel scared. Or other things I noticed is that I'm, I'm also hearing, you know what, I'm, I'm just so strong, you know, and, and I'm so tough. I don't need to talk about it. Are they really? Quickly, I'm going to say in my experience with mental illness, yes, I did indeed lose friends. Yes, I did keep friends as well. I mean, I'm even married, so I was able to do that. Are all my relationships perfect with anyone in my family and circle of friends? Absolutely not, because that would mean that I'm perfect. And while that is just boring and no one is perfect, it's learning how to talk, learning to talk about it. And if those people who you say are your people and they can't handle the fact that you have a mental illness and you're not always going to be able to party and drink or smoke that joint or whatever because of your medication. Well, I could say many things here. I'm just going to say nicely, maybe, just maybe, they may not exactly be your people. Now, at times, not everyone in your life is going to understand your story and even want, and even want to deal or know how to deal with it. But they are your go-to anyways, because in every other aspect of your life, they are always there for you. So I would have to say this is when it's a boundary thing and knowing when you can speak 
about it and what you can say and to who you can say, those words are what matter, okay? So you just need to know different things, um, words to be able to talk about, like when you can know your situations um, at the time of need. So it's all about boundaries and communication with knowing who those people are that you are able to talk about your story and when you're going through the bad times and when you're going through the good times. From my experience, basically you will find out quickly who wants you for what and when and how after you have brought up your mental illness. It doesn't always turn out to be a bad thing and not everyone you associate with holds that stigma tight to their chest. What do you think about addiction and the word stigma? This, well, can be a loaded and very controversial topic. If you listened to last week's episode, I spoke and touched on the topic of of harm reduction and how some people are for it and how some people are very much against it. I do have to say that at one time in my life, I did drink a little too much and I could have been an alcoholic. And at one time, I even had a coworker slash friend say many moons ago, are you okay? You've been kind of hitting that bar a little too much lately. See, see where that's going? I actually got lucky and was able to think about it. And at the time, I wasn't even diagnosed yet with my mental illness. It wasn't until I was ready to settle down with my husband did I then say, okay, if we're going to make this work and put marriage on the table, we need to make a few changes and maybe slow down. The first couple of years were a bit okay. I mean, we still drank on the weekends. And well, if you know anything about binge drinking, that in itself is just as bad for you. And then thankfully, I was diagnosed and the drinking and all of that slowed right down to a very, very minimum and some days not at all. So I was very lucky again. And well, things just drastically changed. And that is where I learned who my true people were. Addiction is different for everyone and can mean many different things. And while I think I will be doing a series of topics on Speak Your Way in the next several episodes, because we can touch on many different things when it comes to addiction. And I still am learning because although I have learned many things, I have not learned enough. And I tend to lean more on the mental health aspects of my learning so far because I'm, I have a passion for it. I've dealt with it. I've lived with it. And I, I just feel like that is my area of, of knowledge right now. And I want to know more about what's going on with addiction. So that'll be a series of topics coming up soon. One thing I did learn this week about erasing the stigma with substance is just the language we use to describe it and that alone can cause stigma and that can hurt our community and just shape opinions and create negative stereotypes 
as well as influence how people are being treated and can stop people from getting the support they need. So instead of just saying addict, drug abuser, junkie, alcoholic, druggie, try saying person who uses substances. How about clean, dirty needles? Maybe you could say new or sterile, or you could say new or sterile, or uses needles. Relapse, lapse. Try saying resumed using substances. Someone is dirty. You can then say actively using or using substances. Those are just a few on the list that I learned this week. Language is so important for both mental health and substance use. It is so powerful. It can either build a person up or tear them down. And that is why I want to be a part of the solution and not the problem. I want to be educated as well as helping to educate and most of all, help to build a person up, never down, and help to erase that nasty word stigma. I find that in social media, I don't know about all of you, but when there's an article on, say, AM800 or any of the local radio stations or the Windsor Star or anything like that, I find there's so much negativity. And I would love to be able to comment on, on some of these articles that are being posted, even on CBC. But... I feel like I'm engaging in misery loves company <laughs> and I I just want to reach out and educate these people. I want to, you know, I shouldn't say these people. I mean, the people that have commented on these articles because I see some of this negative language and it's just so negative that I want to say, well, it could help someone. Like, why are we tearing all these positive things that are happening in our community, that are trying to happen in our community. Like I, I recently filled out a survey for the safe consumption sites that are being put in, that are wanting to be put in our community. And so many are against it. And I, I think I spoke about that last week about harm reduction um, and how important it is. I know I spoke about it, but I mean, I touched on how beneficial a safe consumption site could be for our community. And yet I see so many negative comments and, and I get them. I mean, we're all allowed to our opinions, right? But why do we want to hold and harbor such negativity and continue that stigma? Why do we want to break people down? And maybe some there there's a thing called stages of readiness and not everybody is ready to quit that substance or whatever their addiction may be at the time so why are who are we to say they have to stop they have to cut it cold turkey or go to detox and then go to a treatment center immediately who are we to say that i just find that i can't I can't do that. I mean, I think that's why I chose now more than ever the addictions mental health field because part of it, I remember on the first day in class was 
if you want to be an addictions mental health worker, you have to leave your stuff at the door, your opinions, how you feel about it, your biases. When a client comes to us, we want to be there to support, to not have an argument about whether we should you know, tell that person, I don't like what you're doing. You need to stop it. No, that can never happen in my field. I have to help and support that person in their journey to recovery or however they're going to recover, whether it be mental illness or addiction. It just, I find that so awesome that I'm able to be able to leave my biases, leave my opinions, leave my values, anything at the door and only be a support to someone getting better. But never do I want to ever be a negative to that person and, you know, inflict my stigma, inflict that negative word stigma onto anyone. And I think what's happening here is we're trying to get that education out there. And I can see it because if you follow any of the Canadian mental health positive pathways, um, the Windsor police, even if you follow any of those sites on social media, you will see what they are trying to do. They're trying to educate us all on the benefits of mental health and, and addiction and recovery and what they can do for all of us. They're not trying to tear our city down and make it dirty or make it impossible for us to live. No, they're trying to help us. And I know, again, this is my opinion only, and I don't want to impose it too much on all of you, but I want to be a part of the solution, not the problem. So that's it for today. I do plan on expanding those topics in a deeper way as I continue on the as weeks to come. Please, if you found any of today's show as a trigger or you are having a tough day, please reach out. And remember, you are never alone. So please call a family member or a friend. And if that doesn't work, call the Community Crisis Service at 519-973-4435 or go to your nearest emergency department. Remember, you are what matters. And sometimes I'm going to have those touchy topics. And I just want to make sure that everyone feels safe and has the options to be safe. Just wanted to remind all of you at four o'clock um, today is the last day for the 15th annual Jeff Burroughs Drum Marathon, Together Alone, recorded live at Good Time Charlie. Due to the restrictions of COVID, of course, if um, it is recorded again this year because of uh, COVID, like I said, if you want to help mental health and six amazing charities, you can still donate. And to watch that event, you just click on the Windsor Blues Fest YouTube channel and you will find the, the fourth day. There's many amazing bands um, lined up for tonight. Um, I have checked it out on day one, two, and three, and it has been fantastic. I only wish it could have been live so I could get out and enjoy some live music as it is one of my favorite pastimes. Um, so if you have nothing to do, check that out or check it out anyways, because it's an amazing event for a great cause. Um, 
So here we go. 10th episode. Wow. Thank you so much, everyone. It has been amazing so far. And I want to say thank you to everyone who has supported myself since the first introduction all the way to the 10th episode this afternoon. It is all about sharing and talking and education. And together, we can fight that nasty stigma with mental health and or addiction. Um, Now, uh, more than ever, I find it so important to do that. And that is my goal. So go enjoy the rest of your day and weekend. I'm going to try and balance my time between enjoying my weekend and studying for a test on Monday. Yay, me. So peace, love, and happiness to all of you. Until next week, this is Chantel, your host of Speak Your Way.